Mike's Daily Podcast. FF Episode These bursts of I want to go somewhere And he did this I talked about this on a recent podcast Where he wanted me to go to Bring him to a dog park Which was a mile away So I carry his backside And we walk all the way to the dog park The problem is Always going back To the car Because He wants to stay He doesn't realize you have to go back I don't want to go back I just want to stay it exemplifies a part of the human nature to go somewhere and then stay until you get sick of it and then you want to go home. But you can't explain that to a dog that the only way to go home is to walk back to the car. Oh, a car will pick us up. No, we're not Richie Rich Trump Juniors here. So just we got to walk back. He did this to me yesterday, only this time it was in downtown Podcastro Valley. We parked somewhere and I knew he would want to walk about, it was about a mile, less than a mile to the Pet Food Express. He loves that place. So we, and I only mentioned their name because I feel bad because one time I brought Basil in there and well, he, he left them a present and I didn't bother to clean it up. Oh wait, I did clean it up. And here's today's podcast picture. But let's just say it was not the easiest thing to clean up and it left a little bit of a, so a post surprise so basil wants to go to pet food express so he pulls me along and i'm thinking this is great here's this elderly dog who's got the back legs that don't work and i'm i'm pulling i'm lifting him along in the back leg area and his front legs are going great we're going to the the pet food place and we get there and it's great and they give him a treat and I weigh him and he's in the good weight range and then I'm like let's go back to the car it's getting late yes Basil let's go back to the car I'm hungry I want to barbecue some chicken let's go home I want to barbecue some impossible meat does that barbecue well by the way those impossible burgers those beyond meat burgers do they that's the big question that and if they have any I, now I'm hearing that they may not be good for you that there might be too many other things in there that aren't good for you. Any, at any rate, Basil doesn't want to go back. And I'm trying to walk him. What I should have done in hide and sight is said to the nice young ladies that work at this pet food place, can I just set him down like right here behind your cash register in your little area here? Just set him down. He won't move because once you set him down, he just stays put. So you come back. I'm going to go walk back at the car and then come pick him up. Instead, 
what I did was I tried to walk him and all the time he's hitting the brakes, he's pushing back with his front paws. No, I don't want to go. No. And this happened for the full half mile all the way through downtown Podcaster Valley in frickin' rush hour. Everybody looking at me, everybody thinking I'm abusing my dog and I'm just pushing him. I'm just going, come on, let's go. Come on. And he keeps slamming on the brakes. Oh, God, I was sweating my eyeballs out by the time I got to the car. I am not doing that again. I am, I gotta, I gotta remember that when I take him somewhere, he does not want to go back, especially if it's somewhere that he really enjoys. And that's life, isn't it? Is people, we don't want to leave until we do. And then we want to get the heck out. And I, I don't know what point I'm trying to make here, but just that. Um, here's a podcast picture today from, what is this place? If you have not noticed, my podcast pictures have a, mainly a theme of, oh, I like water. I like uh, boats and dogs. And Basil's been in many a picture. And eh, let's see. I thought I could t Oh, it's over here by the San Mateo Bridge. There's this park. If you go if you cross over to the peninsula side, if you are in the East Bay side and you head over, there's this uh, place called in San Mateo. Oh, near the it's actually Coyote Point, I think is what they call it. And this marina might be called Fisherman's Park. Oh, this is very confusing. And nobody here at Cafe Anyway can help me. Maybe it's Seal Point? Oh, it's the Coyote Point Yacht Club. Okay, this is what this is. Thank you. Thanks for putting up with that part of the podcast of Mike trying to fumble through, trying to tell you. Anyway, this picture was taken Cafe Anyway eight years ago. Eight years ago this very day. So you can see that now at mikesdailypodcast.com of some boats if you need a little moment of zen. Uh, because in 2011, it was a different time, wasn't it? Let's see, Obama was president. Did the Republicans decide on impeaching him? Hmm. There's a part of me that wants to tell Pelosi, you better put the brakes on because this is... This has huge ramifications. Um, I remember when they impeached Clinton. I thought, oh boy, over that? Okay. I, I was one of those. Maybe, you know, I don't think uh, you should ever cheat on your wife, but still, that was heck of a lot to impeach a president over. Oh, it was the fact that he lied to the American public. That's it. See, and we got almost the same situation here, except, well, we got countries, don't we? We've got a major power that needs our help because it gets invaded by Russia all the time. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Mont today. Major power uh, helping us, uh, power uh, that's invading, wait, Ukraine being invaded by Russia a couple times. And so we got a president that says, hey, I'll get... I'm not going to give you aid unless you do investigating on Joe Biden's son. 
Okay, and then we have the conservative side that's like, wait, you know, before you throw, make this a big deal, don't forget Joe Biden's son. There's a lot of odd things going on. How did he get that job? What's the, what's the deal with the son of an American vice president going to another country to help with the energy board? What's, there's a lot of mystery here. And then what's Biden doing getting the prosecutor in the Ukraine who wants to prosecute his son, getting him fired, using his power when he was vice president to get him fired. And then, of course, we got Biden running now. And this phone call happened a couple months back. So it's an interesting thing. No, it's not. That's about as interesting as it gets. The fact that it's now an impeachment investigation and Nancy Pelosi is on board. That's interesting. And being someone who lived through the whole Clinton thing, I know that when the Republicans tried to impeach the Democrat president, things got, things were, were went bad for the Republicans after that. That election went that year that following election things went badly for them now for the republicans this time will this help them because they can frame the democrats as crazy hysterical oh they're trying to impeach the president over this what about what's going on behind the scenes with biden and the other interesting thing is oh yeah during the whole obama time there was talk of possibly mitch mcconnell or uh, Boehner deciding to go after Obama and impeach him. And that never happened. But gosh, it got, it looked, sounded like it was going to get pretty close. Over Benghazi, remember? The whole Benghazi thing? Oh boy. Hey, enough of the politic talk. Just know that politics are never going to be calm. And you just have to go and laugh. Because it, it's, it's cyclical and the same stuff seems to happen every couple of years. For example, also in this area too, teenagers that have had enough that are fed up and they get up and they talk and they're eloquent. Like Greta the Good Witch from, was it Sweden? The 16 year old? And I'm not gonna play you the audio, but I heard it the other day and someone likened it to Game of Thrones, the young princess that kills a bunch of people. The whole how dare you and shame on you thing. And, and she said, the fairy tale of never-ending financial growth. Why do you believe in that? And that set a lot of people. It's supposed to set people off and make them go, what? And it's interesting, though, that we've had so many teenage voices since the shootings in Florida and everywhere else that... They've spoken up and said, enough, we've had enough. We're the youth of today, we say enough. And in this sense, it's about global warming. We've had enough climate change, we've had enough. And is it, it, are, is it still breaking through? It, it breaks through if you're Swedish or she Danish. Some Scandinavian gal coming out and talking, who's very young, that seemed to shake it all up again. And people took notice. But it's just interesting because the voice of teens, the voice of youth, activist youth, usually pierces through. Mainly because the voice is so shrill. We've had enough. 
That that usually gets your attention, but will it in the future? Who knows? And finally, PG&E is turning off power in the California area because of the fires potential for p- fires. Today's going to be a particularly hot day. I don't. I hope they don't turn off the power, especially at the radio station I work at, because that causes all kinds of problems. But yeah, we'll see. You know, that's the life in California and staying cool. My suggestion to you is, while you still got a refrigerator working, freeze as many ice packs as you can, and then of course, chill down a bottle of spray water, have that ready to go, and then douse yourself with that stuff when everything gets turned off and it's hot as heck. Be prepared. And don't say about the whole kids that talk, that are activist kids, that the adults brainwash them. Yes, adults brainwash their kids. It's true. I agree with that statement. And when the thoughts that I had as a 16-year-old were definitely influenced by, I guess, what I was watching on TV and by my parents and by my friends. But still, here I am at 50 and I'm still saying stuff that maybe I believed at that age. But yes, we change, don't we? I guess the point there is uh, the children are our future and we shouldn't criticize them too much. Uh, I don't know if I can listen to them too much, but there we go. But I know I'm old because I tried to get in a Prius today and start it and take off in it. My lovely lady friend is renting a Prius. She goes, you can take it to work today. So I get in there. I could not start a Prius. I could not get it started. I hit the on button. It's pretty obvious. There's a big old on button. Nothing. Ah. So I was back to the catalytic converter and back to ticking off Greta the Good Witch. And there we go. At some point, old people got to try new things. And the new people will eventually become old people who will also have to try new things. And that's how we'll end the show today, except we'll say hi to a couple people out here at Cafe Anyway out in the patio area at this time. Oh, Gord. Hello, my Matthews. It's Shelly. It's too hard to give staff supervisor. That's very eloquent. Thank you. You know, new people and old people need to learn stuff. Exactly. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yes, Mike, it's true that the catalytic converter turns methane gas into uh, methane. You mean the fossil fuels into methane gas? Um, it's early. It certainly is. It's, oh no, it's 7 o'clock. It's not that early anymore, so I better wrap it up. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Why do I always reach for that adjective, wonderful? Eh. Maybe I'll come up with a new word next time. A new word for an old guy. Uh, what do you think about all of this? You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews Daily as in what this podcast is. Thanks for listening to it. Tell your friends. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.